the Girl Crush Podcast. Some theme music. We're obsessed with Jennifer Aniston. Pretty good plot. What about her hair? We're very messed up. So there's actually a pretty big spread. This is iconic Jen. It's perfection. I love the ending. Jen was definitely the best. Oh, yeah. It just has it all. It's so good. It's hilarious. Great Jen hair and outfits. This was super entertaining. It's true. Hello, and welcome to the Girl Crush Podcast. I'm Anne. And I'm Allie. We're obsessed with Jennifer Aniston, so this season we're watching all of her movies and ranking them. For more content related to Jen and the movies we're reviewing, find Girl Crush Podcast on Facebook or connect with us on Instagram at girlcrush underscore pod. And please be sure to subscribe, rate, and review. It's simple, but it really helps us out. On today's episode, we'll be talking about Just Go With It. This movie was released in 2011, and it actually just became available on Netflix. So we had a Netflix watch party for it last night, which was super fun. Um, A handful of our friends joined, as well as a couple other Instagram accounts that we've become sort of Insta friends with who are interested in movie reviews. So if you haven't heard of these people before, go ahead and give them a follow at bearded underscore film underscore reviews and at cinemasmoke.do. In this movie, Jennifer Aniston plays Catherine, and the movie is about a plastic surgeon named Danny McAbee who pretends to be married in order to kind of get with girls with no strings attached, but he meets a woman that he actually wants to date, so he enlists his office manager, Catherine, to pretend to be his soon-to-be ex-wife. If you haven't seen this movie yet, pause and go watch it. It is hilarious, especially since it's available on Netflix now. Most people have access. Definitely recommend to go watch it, but otherwise, here's your spoiler alert. Yeah, so for the plot of Just Go With It, we gave it a 7.5 out of 10. This movie opens at a wedding in 1988, and Danny McAbee is played by Adam Sandler, and Danny is heartbroken to find out that his fiance is cheating on him, so he doesn't end up marrying her. And while he's sulking at a bar with his wedding ring on, he realizes women are willing to talk to him if they think he's married. (laughs) Ellie wrote dot, 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 and more. He calls it the, quote, power of the wedding ring, unquote. So fast forward, and he became a plastic surgeon and uses his wedding band to get women in bed with no expectations of future involvement. Though, Mm -hmm. just like as a side note, he wouldn't have his wedding band on. Like, he wouldn't have had his wedding ring if he hadn't gotten married, right? Right, right. I kind of wonder if he was just, like, sulking and, like, looking at it longingly. I don't know. But, but yeah, it was, like, on his finger. That was weird. Anyway. So this is now in the future and enter Jen as Catherine. She is the office manager at Dr. McAbee's plastic surgery practice. She's wearing glasses. She's got her hair pulled back and like this no frills little bun. <laughs> they're try- they're definitely trying to make her look super plain. Mm-hmm. She wears these like mid shin flowy skirts <laughs> and like button up yeah. cardigans. <laughs> It is a look. Yes. And just kind of like as you're getting introduced to the practice, you see a, a couple funny encounters with patients. And Dr. McAbee seems to get a lot of patients who would probably be on the show botched <laughs> based on uh, the people in his waiting room. Yep. So Danny and his cousin Eddie go to a party with a bunch of famous people where Danny meets Palmer, who is a beautiful young blonde. And she is played by... Brooklyn Decker. Brooklyn Decker, yes, thank you, who is a, a supermodel. Mm-hmm. And Danny and Palmer, I almost called her Brooklyn, end up bonding <laughs> as she starts quizzing him on who he's done plastic surgery on at the party. 
And it ends up with a walk on the beach where he discovers she's not an actress as he had assumed, but a middle school math teacher. How did she get invited to this this party? No idea. (laughs) Yeah, no clue. They never address that. (laughs) No. But they spend the night on the beach and have seemed to connect emotionally too. But in the morning, she finds the wedding ring in his pocket and she's pissed. Mm -hmm. She throws the ring at him a la parent trap and tells him to not (laughs) call her. (laughs) Side note, no idea where they got the blankets for this little beach adventure. And I feel like sleeping on the beach seems romantic, but in practicality is probably horrible because sand yeah, is everywhere. Like the wind. Yeah. And the tide changing throughout the night. Like Yeah. Seems, seems like a Yeah. No thanks. Let's just just take a 30-minute nap out there and then go outside. Go hey, inside. Exactly, exactly. So Danny goes to work and he talks to Jen, who's Catherine, about it. And they kind of agree he can't tell Palmer the truth for some reason. (laughs) And you just kind of get to see that he and Catherine clearly have a really close friendship. Like, they've known each other forever. Yeah. It's kind of funny because at first, like, Catherine's like, you just need to stop lying. But then when he... He's like, okay, let me practice what I would say. She's like, yeah, no, that'll never work. You have to keep lying. (laughs) Mm -hmm. And at this point, he's had, like, one encounter with Palmer. So, you know, it's it's they're not too deep yet. So then you meet Catherine's kids, Maggie and Michael, and you learn that she's a single mom. And Maggie is an aspiring (laughs) actress who experiments with accents. And Michael is so deadpan and really unenthusiastic. (laughs) He is very cute and funny. Mm -hmm. And he asks Dr. McBee to take him to Hawaii because he's rich. He's like, my mom said you're loaded. (laughs) Shoot your shot, man. (laughs) Yeah. Dr. McBee was like, okay, why don't you make your own money and take yourself to Hawaii? (laughs) So you find out, this is an important side note for later, you find out that Catherine had a nemesis in college named Devlin, and that's what she taught her kids to call their poop. So they'll be like, (laughs) I'm going to go Devlin. (laughs) So Danny goes to Palmer's school with flowers to apologize, and he tells her that his marriage... (laughs) His marriage is over, lol. (laughs) And Palmer says she'll only believe him if she hears it directly from his wife that the marriage is over. And I gotta hand it to Palmer. She's a very good person, super nice the entire movie. Like, she's not the antagonist you would really expect her to be. Yeah, she's just kind of go with the flow and wants to do things sort of by the book. Right. She was like, my dad cheated on my mom. I'm not going to be the other woman. Mm -hmm. Like, I need to hear it from her. Right. So Danny's like, shoot. (laughs) So he begs Catherine to pretend to be his ex-wife just for like one encounter with Palmer to just like get it over with. But he wants to he wants to buy her new clothes. And she's like, what's wrong with my clothes? And he goes, yes, right now you have the best clothes that Old Navy sells. (laughs) Which honestly, with the way she's dressed, is like a dig at Old Navy because. I don't think even Old Navy sells that stuff. (laughs) I'm curious, like, the backstory of how she ever even got a job in a L.A. plastic surgeon's office. Yeah. Like, I I do wish we knew more about their backstory in general. Not to, you know, make (laughs) total assumptions, but I feel like there's probably an aesthetic that those doctors look look for. (laughs) So it's just kind of funny that they ended up together at all. Anyway. Yeah. He wants Palmer to believe that he had a really hot first wife, (laughs) and he tells her that she needs to look like a plastic surgeon's wife. So they go on this whole montaged shopping spree on Rodeo Drive, and it's kind of like a modern pretty woman moment. That's what it mm-hmm. felt like to me anyway. Yeah. But they're flirting. They're flirting, like, the whole time. Yeah. And then at the end, they go to a salon to fix her hair, and <laughs> Keegan, 
Keegan-Michael Key is the hairstylist, and he's hilarious. Keegan-Michael Michael Key. Key. I read that wrong. Sorry. <laughs> Keegan-Michael Key is the hairstylist, and he is super funny. Yeah, so funny. And I think, like, okay, so no matter how many movies I see with these, like, montage makeover scenes, I love them every single time. Right. And I just, like, want a day like that. <laughs> I know. Me too. He's, like, carrying all his bags behind her. And it's so funny because there's so much money going into this one encounter. Yeah. Like, I don't know. And they clearly buy a bunch of things, but it's only supposed to be for one encounter. Right. <laughs> so then we have this iconic scene, which, like, even oh. if you haven't seen this movie, you've probably seen this scene somehow. Mm-hmm. Palmer and Danny are waiting in a hotel lobby, and Jen walks in, or Catherine walks in, in this sleeveless white dress with this belt. Her hair is stunning. Amazing. She's like she's like blowing kisses <laughs> at people. It's amazing. And she really plays the part of the ex-wife up. Like yes. she she does like throw some shade on Danny throughout uh-huh. it and they just kind of like subtly drag each other. Mm-hmm. Like she calls Palmer Barbie and Danny Grandpa Ken because <laughs> he's so much older than her. I just love this scene. I love this scene so much. It you're right. It's totally iconic. And I think it's kind of funny cuz you can like in the beginning of the movie, you can tell, like, Catherine and Danny have a clear friendship. Like, they've worked together a long time. But I think Catherine's kind of taking advantage of the moment. And she's like, hey, I, I kind of have the upper hand here. I'm doing this favor for my boss. I can kind of tease him a little bit, like, mm-hmm. make it a little hard for him. Mm-hmm. And kind of, like, try to embarrass him a little, which I think is kind of cute. Yeah. I just love this. And, like, who knew <laughs> Catherine had this in her, right? Exactly. And she's, like, snapping at people, like, Anderson, yes. bring the car around. <laughs> Yeah, and I feel like throughout it, Danny's kind of, like, trying to catch up because I think he also didn't expect her to lean into it so hard. Yes. <laughs> it's so funny. But as Catherine, they're kind of all leaving, she gets a call from her kids in front of Palmer, and she kind of switches out of this uh, ex-wife mm-hmm. mode and switches into mom mode, and she's, like, reprimanding her daughter over the phone. Oh, wait, I think we also need to note that she kind of – panicked and told Palmer that her name was Devlin like somehow she got that name of yes Devlin. yeah yeah somehow she got the name of Devlin right Adam, Adam Sandler oh he, that's right he panicked he panicked like, oh, you're yeah okay, when yeah. he asked he asked Palmer asked him oh well what's her name he panicked and said Devlin <laughs> yeah so she's Devlin Maccabee mm-hmm. so that's a, that's also very important to know um so yeah she gets this call in front of them and she's just like accidentally going into mom mode and Palmer is as shocked as Danny to find out that they have children because that was not part of this plan. Right. But then Palmer's randomly like, but I love kids, so it's fine. <laughs> All right. It's another surprise. She's kind of kind of going with it. And then Danny again panics and tells her that the children's names are Kikidi and Buck. Bart. Bart. I thought it was Buck. <laughs> Kikidi and Bart, which I'm like, they've known each other for so long. Why would he not know her children's names? Yes. I don't know. Clearly, he did not have to make up names. Or why couldn't he make up like a very simple name? Yeah, like just classic Adam Sandler comedy (laughs) moment. So now Danny's like, shoot, now I have kids. So he he takes Catherine's kids to Pizza Hut to ask them, to pretend to be his kids for an afternoon. Mm-hmm. And uh, 
I love this scene. <laughs> and the kids are, like, fully aware of what's going on because Catherine has told them. So yeah. they're kind of dragging him, too, which is hilarious. And then they're kind of, like, negotiating. So the daughter asks, uh, in exchange for doing this favor for him, asks for acting classes and money. And the son, once again, asks to go to Hawaii to swim with the dolphins again. And they're super funny, like, during this negotiation scene. Mm-hmm. Catherine finds out about this, and she's furious that Danny has involved her children in his little scheme. Rightfully so. Yeah. And also of note that, like, they're back at work for this conversation, and, like, her hair is half up, and she's wearing this perfume that he had bought for Devlin Maccabee. And she looks considerably less frumpy. She's still Mm -hmm. got, like, the long skirt on, but there's, like, some effort going into it now. And Danny finds out that Catherine has a lunch date, and he seems to be either oddly protective or even a little bit jealous. So, like, mm-hmm. he is giving her a really hard time about it. But she does eventually agree to this afternoon with her and the kids to meet up with Palmer. Mm-hmm. So, Jen shows up looking fly as ever. Danny, yes. Danny's like, did you get that outfit from Victoria Beckham's garage sale? <laughs> She's like, you bought this for me. Right. And the afternoon activity is essentially at a Chuck E. Cheese. She looks like mm-hmm. she's going to, like, a black tie wedding. Yeah. It's like a gorgeous, slim-fitted black dress. Yes. So they all kind of, like, get together with Palmer, and Kikidi does this terrible English <laughs> accent. And instead of just telling Palmer that... She loves accents. They tell her that they had sent her to boarding school in England. Well, like, why? Yeah, a lot of the lies are, like, unnecessary. Like, she's young enough. You could be like, man, she just does accents sometimes. Right? But Michael, a.k.a. Bart now, totally seizes his opportunity. And he manipulates Danny into taking them to Hawaii by telling Palmer that his dad broke his promise after meeting her and had canceled their family trip to Hawaii. And Palmer's like, what? She's really mad. Yeah. This kid is like master manipulator. He is. He does a great job. So off to Hawaii they go. So Danny's cousin, Eddie, surprises them at the airport as Dolph, (laughs) a.k.a. Devlin's new man. And he has this ridiculous accent and these horrible glasses and he's just yep. like East, eastern european kind of mm-hmm. and like why would devlin be with this kind of guy yeah it's it not believable does not fit at all <laughs> um but they arrive in hawaii they all go to the beach palmer emerges from the ocean like it's a gq shoot <laughs> which i'm sure brooklyn decker has done lots of gq shoots yeah. <laughs> so this was you know whatever her natural state and Catherine, a.k.a. Devlin, is kind of self-conscious and doesn't really want to get into the water. Mm-hmm. <laughs> then there's this, like, random scene where Danny's looking at engagement rings. I, why? What? It's yeah. essentially their third date. Calm yeah. down. Unless, like, some weird <laughs> amount of time has passed that we don't see. Yeah. Anyway, so that night at dinner, Dolph panics and says that his job is a sheep shipper. Like, a person <laughs> who ships sheep. I don't know why I felt the need to clarify that, but it's so ridiculous. Yeah. Everyone everyone in this movie is really bad at lying. Yep. <laughs> and again, you're like, Devlin, who is supposed to be this, like, high-maintenance yeah. plastic surgeon wife, would not be with this dude. Right. It makes no sense. No. Stereotypically, she should be with, like, another doctor or a lawyer or just something 
that fits the stereotype of her. Right. You know. Right. So Catherine cannot deal with Dolph. And <laughs> she tells Danny she's going to leave because she can't stand him. She's like, I'm booking a flight home. We're getting, we're getting out of here. We're not doing this anymore. But mid-conversation, she runs into the real Devlin from college, who is played by <laughs> Nicole Kidman, who is mm-hmm. amazing. Mm-hmm. And real Devlin's husband, Ian, invented the iPod, and he is played by Dave Matthews. I love this. I do, too. It's- <laughs> I was trying to figure out, like, how he got this role, because he's had a, a few, like, small roles and things, but, like, did he just audition for it? Did he, is he kind of friends with someone and so they like called him up for it it's so funny i know it's so funny (laughs) and we we love dave matthews band i've seen him twice and kale's seen him like seven times oh my gosh i have not seen dave matthews band but so good listen to them so seeing the real devlin ignites some sort of jealousy or something in Catherine. and when devlin asks if she's married she automatically tells her that she and danny are married and brags Mm -hmm. all about him being this big la plastic surgeon and Now, Danny and Catherine are both doing each other a favor with these lies. Mm -hmm. And, like, the real Devlin is still kind of horrible to Catherine. Yeah. Like, bringing up old college memories. Yeah. Yeah. Like, but but college memories that are kind of insulting towards Catherine. Yeah. Mm. She's Mm -hmm. like, oh, I'm so glad you fixed your teeth. Right? Like, ouch. (laughs) Rude. So, the next day, the whole family... Plus Dolph and Palmer go adventuring. They're like kayaking and hiking and stuff. And they come up on this lake waterfall situation and everyone's getting in. But this is where they reveal that Michael can't actually swim and is afraid of the water. And Danny's like giving him crap. He's like, we came all this way for you to swim with dolphins and you can't even swim. (laughs) But Catherine ends up getting in the water, revealing obviously a super hot bod. And Dolph and Danny are like, what? (laughs) (laughs) And she looks like, uh, not that I want to like compare women, but it's impressive. She looks really, really good. She's like 40 in this movie. And Brooklyn Decker is like a young supermodel. They both look amazing, but mm-hmm. go Jen. Go Jen. <laughs> in our Netflix watch party, we were all like, we're both jealous and impressed. Yep. <laughs> so that night, Danny and Palmer and the kids are playing like some game together. And Michael accidentally reveals that what makes him sad, which is like a prompt in this game, is that his dad doesn't have time for them. And he's actually talking about his real dad. He's not actually mm-hmm. talking about Danny. It just kind of comes out. And Palmer, Palmer <laughs> obviously being very concerned, calls Catherine. And then she kind of comes in and promises the kids that they're going to have plenty of time with their dad the next day because she and Catherine are going to go to the spa. Mm-hmm. So the next day, Danny and the kids are photographing their fake fun. But the kids want to have real fun. They're, like, just taking all these pictures on the golf course, like, in the (laughs) same spot. But they want to have real fun, and they keep bringing up their issues with their real dad. So Danny offers to teach Michael how to swim before his mom gets back, which is really sweet. Mm -hmm. Meanwhile, during the spa day, Palmer asks Devlin, a.k.a. Catherine, what to get Danny for his birthday the following week. And she just gives her, like, a thousand ideas, clearly knows everything about Danny, and it's Mm -hmm. really adorable. It's so cute. She's even talking about, like, he loves jelly bellies, but he only loves these flavors, so make sure you pick them out. And Mm -hmm. she clearly just knows so much about him. And I feel like that is a key moment in the movie where she is, like, kind of saying out loud how well she knows him. And she's kind of starting to realize some things. Mm -hmm. Definitely. But, yeah, so Michael has made lots of progress in learning how to swim. And he decides to ditch the floaties. And right then, 
Palmer and Catherine walk up, and both Palmer and Catherine remove their sunglasses, and they're both kind of staring lovingly at Danny. Mm -hmm. Because Catherine is seeing Danny, like, hold the kids and, like, helping them swim and, like, cheering them on. It's very sweet. And Palmer is kind of falling in love with him because she loves kids, and I think she really wants kids. And so seeing him as, like, a father figure is really attractive to her. Mm Mm-hmm. But at that moment, real Devlin walks up and insists that Catherine and Danny have dinner with them that night. And during this moment, Palmer's like, oh, this is so, so weird. I've never met anyone named Devlin. And now, like, your name is Devlin. And they push Palmer in the pool and, like, almost (laughs) drown her (laughs) to keep her from figuring out what's going on. Mm -hmm. So that night, they managed to have Dolph distract Palmer uh, by taking her to dinner to get to know her better because they want Mm -hmm. to have a succinct family unit. Yes. So, at the dinner, Ian and real Devlin are grossly PDAing, and Danny and Catherine are texting back and forth really cutely, and it's, how have they, like, never noticed their chemistry? Maybe they've just been such good friends for so long, but it's so sweet. And then real Devlin mentions it must be convenient for Catherine to be married to a plastic surgery, but Danny is quick to say, like, nope, she's a natural beauty. I haven't touched, haven't done anything. Yeah. She's had no work done. Mm-hmm. It's cute. So real Devlin asks Danny what he would do to fix her, which is, like, such a trick question. Yeah, that's horrible. Why would you ever ask that? <laughs> and he's like, professionally speaking, nothing, but uh, you've already had too much fat taken out of your arms. <laughs> which is, like, a burn. <laughs> I love it. He's like he's like kind of just sticking it to her because he knows he knows like she's not nice to Catherine. Love mm-hmm. it. Yeah. So Ian kind of steps away for a phone call, and then real Devlin makes Catherine and Danny say the things they love about each other. She says it's this like thing that she and Ian do, mm-hmm. and this is maybe one of the best scenes in the movie, and where Danny and Catherine really connect because they're saying things about their real life together, mm-hmm. and it's really precious. And I feel like you. You see both of them kind of like coming closer together, maybe. Yep. Mm-hmm. And their eye contact is so intense, and they're just like, "Oh, it's so cute." Yeah. And and one of the things Catherine says that she loves about him is that she, he read the index cards, referencing that she had made index cards to like put together all their lies for the real Devlin, and she was worried that he wasn't going to take it seriously, and he did. So I don't know. I like that she she noticed like, oh, he really took the time to do this for me. Yeah. And he also says at one point, he was like, you do all of these things for everybody around mm-hmm. you and you never expect anything back. He's like, I don't even know if you hear when I say thank you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. It's just so sweet. It's so cute. Oh yeah. And he says like, she's the only person he, that he's never lied to, mm-hmm. which is really cute too. Cause he has this history of like lying to women to get, you know, get with them and stuff. Right. sigh clearly we love this scene yep (laughs) so then there's this hula contest and real devlin snubs Catherine and says performing's not for everyone she's like oh this isn't really her scene so she's not gonna Mm want to do that but Catherine downs two shots and joins the contest (laughs) and nicole came in and jen both look amazing in coconut bras and hula skirts which i feel like is probably a hard look to pull off in in real life (laughs) That's just a very important plot side note. <laughs> so eventually it's down to Devlin and Catherine, and Devlin does a no-handed car- cartwheel into what? the splits. <laughs> but Jen just poses in front of her, and it ends in a tie. And Devin, super competitive, obviously, asks what the tiebreaker is. And it is this coconut smoochie. Is that what it's called? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it sounds ridiculous. <laughs> Coconut smoochie game, yeah. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> so dumb. 
Yeah, so it's this game with their their date where they have to move a coconut from their stomachs to their mouths without touching their hands, which looks super hard, by the way. Mm-hmm. So Ian and Devlin suck at it. <laughs> they They're drop terrible. their coconut. Ian picks it up with his butt cheeks, which I guess that part's <laughs> super impressive. And I'm like, did Dave Matthews <laughs> actually do that? Or <laughs> Hidden talent. Yeah. And uh, Catherine and Danny are amazing, flirting the whole time. They win, and there is a moment of sexual tension because they almost kiss. Mm-hmm. And they're kind of afterwards walking back after and reminiscing on their great night together. They're flirting. It's so cute. It hurts. And yes. Danny goes, it's a shame that the coconut got between us, like between their lips, because he <sighs> wanted to kiss her. And they both seem kind of confused, but they're really into it. Yeah, they're... It's so clear. They're like, wow, wait, there's something going on here. Yeah. And, of course, at that moment, the kids come out of the hotel room uh, and interrupt. Mm-hmm. So they part ways. And then Danny runs back to go kiss her. And he runs into Palmer and Dolph. <sighs> bummer. Such a bummer. And apparently, Dolph, the idiot, told Palmer that Danny had been looking for wedding rings. And she insists that they get married in Hawaii the next day. Psychopath. It's insane. Why would Dolph ever tell her that? And why would she just be like, oh, yeah, let's just forget about the ring. Let's just get married tomorrow here. Yeah. Uh, (sighs) Dumb, 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 dumb. (laughs) So Catherine comes off the elevator because you can tell that she was about to go after Danny. And then she sees Dolph and Palmer and Danny. And Dolph tells Catherine that Palmer and Danny are going to get married tomorrow. And she is like clearly gutted and danny mm-hmm. is danny looks like he wants to be like no no that's not that's not what's happening right but it is you dummy Ugh. so that night danny calls Catherine really late i i guess because she's in bed and Catherine just kind of like switches back to her professional mode and she's like um okay are your your parents gonna fly in uh what are you gonna wear do you have something to wear like how are you feeling and danny's like do you think this is actually a good idea mm-hmm. and she tells him that he doesn't need her permission and she doesn't have time for guessing games. She's like, I have mm-hmm. two kids. I don't need to be doing this. Like, yeah. you do you. But he's like pretty much asking for her to tell him not to do it. He's just yes. too big he of just a won't weenie say to it. say it. Yes. <laughs> so frustrating. It is. Ugh. So Palmer confronts Catherine and asks if Devlin Maccabee still wants to be with Danny mm-hmm. and says that she thinks Danny wants to be with her and Catherine kind of like lays out her fears about mm-hmm. everything and she's out the outdoor bar drinking her blues away when real Devlin comes up and asks where Danny is so Nicole Kidman comes up and asks um, so clearly like Catherine was not about to go to this wedding <laughs> she's mm-hmm. just like at the tiki bar and Catherine confesses that it was all a lie to save face. And Devlin rea- reacts surprisingly well and says she's surprised because clearly Danny and Catherine had such a strong connection. And Catherine admits that she might be in love with him. And then Devlin confesses that she and Ian are breaking up and that he she had lied too. And he did not actually invent the iPod. He made money by suing the Dodgers after being hit by a foul ball. And... <laughs> He's also gay, so that's why they're splitting up. So just, mm-hmm. like, a lot happening here. And it seems like they might become actual friends after this. Mm-hmm. So Danny shows up right then and overheard her saying that she might be in love with him. And she, But she, I don't know, she 
no, he does ask her that, so she knows that he heard it. Anyway, um, she asks him how the wedding was, and Danny says he was thinking about how he was going to start his life with the one he loves, but he looked around and the one he loves wasn't there. Yes. Yes. That's Catherine. <laughs> oh, God, I'm going to cry. <laughs> and Catherine's reaction is so precious. She seems yes. really uncertain but he convinces her that he's for real with her she's like what are you gonna do when you wake up and realize that this isn't just our fantasy lie like it's real life yeah. like i have kids mm-hmm. oh and then fast forward to danny and Catherine's wedding and that's Yay. like the end of the movie i love it oh, oh so sweet so good it's such a fun movie it is. It's really funny. We kind of skipped over the part about Dolph and Palmer's kind of evening out, too. Yeah, There's, like, yeah. this whole scene where they're, like, out at dinner, and he ends up reviving a sheep because he's the <laughs> sheep shipper. Like, there's just, like, a lot of really funny little moments spread mm-hmm. throughout the movie yeah. that are really sweet. Yeah, it's so good. I think Adam Sandler and Jennifer Aniston have really good chemistry in this movie, and I, I think they carry the whole thing. I think they both did an awesome job. Mm-hmm. This was the first movie that they were in together. Yeah, they've only been in this one in Murder Mystery, which is uh, yeah. blows my mind. It's kind of weird because I mean, I feel like when you think of Adam Sandler movies, he has this sort of there's this sort of like persona to him, or I don't know, stereotype of what his movies are like. But I feel like this one's a little bit more mainstream. I think like everybody would love this movie. Mm-hmm. Even if they don't like the typical Adam Sandler humor or something. Yeah, I feel like Jennifer Aniston really balances him out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a good point. Because I think we felt similarly with Murder Mystery. Yes. That we were like, it's not really a really, it's not like a really heavy Adam Sandler movie. Right. It's balanced well with a more like Jennifer Aniston rom-com movie. Yeah. And I, yeah, I just love their chemistry in it. I asked at the end why they aren't married in real life, (laughs) which I know Adam Sandler is like, you know, in a very happy long-term marriage, but I'm just saying. (laughs) Just saying they're cute together, okay? Yes. The kids are also hilarious. They're so good. They have great characters and they have great acting. The girl who plays the daughter is like my favorite child actress. I just love her cute little face. Her name is uh, Bailey Madison. And as I was writing these notes before we recorded, I realized I was like, she's probably an adult now. And she is. She's 21 now. But (gasps) stop it. I know. I know. But she's like, when you see her, it's like that iconic childhood actress face. Like she's just Uh been in a lot of a lot of movies playing the kid. Yeah. And she's so cute. Yeah, she's really good. And this movie is so quotable, and I find my, like, the, the things that I quote are from her. <laughs> like, when she's doing her ridiculous a- accent and stuff. Hello. I'm like, Hello. <laughs> <laughs> I was probably annoying Kale, like, as we were watching last night, I was, like, quoting along with the movie as we watched, because I've seen this a thousand times. <laughs> I also, I love how they really subtly got the title of the movie into a lot of mm-hmm. lines of saying, like, just go with it. Yeah, yeah. Because I feel like in a lot of movies, there's, like, one line where they say the name of the movie. Right. But in this one, it's really just weaved within it because they truly are just, like, rolling with the punches throughout the entire movie. So I I liked how that was written in as well. Totally. Yeah, and I think overall, we gave this, what was it, a 7.5? I think Mm -hmm. just because, like, it is so fun and heartwarming and it's, like, I think it's a perfect amount of silly without going too far over the top. Mm -hmm. But it is still, like, pretty predictable. And there's a couple of, like... I don't know if you call them plot holes, but things that you're like, yeah, that doesn't really make sense. And you kind of just accept it. So I think that's why it didn't get an even higher score, even though it was still such a fun movie to watch. Yeah, I I agree. And I feel like 
Dolph's character as Devlin's new man, like we said, was not really believable. Like, that was yeah. really just in there for comedic effect. And it was very funny, but it was yeah. like, come on. There's a couple times, like, that character almost brings it too much over the top for me. But, like, they stop it, like, right before it gets to the point where I'm, like, rolling my eyes. <laughs> Yeah, I think it would have actually been more believable if, like, the real Eddie was, like, super nerdy and weird and he was actually yeah. playing – trying to play a more serious person. That's true. Person. I like, like I, I feel like that would have worked just as well and been a little bit more believable. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, otherwise, I think we just scored it a little bit lower because, like you said, it is – you know they're going to end up together. Yeah. You just don't know, like – exactly how. how it'll get there right exactly yeah also this was okay kind of interesting as I was looking things up about this movie first of all it was based off of a film called cactus flower from 1969 which I'd never heard of hmm. me either I'm gonna look it up but now I kind of like want to go see it but also something interesting <laughs> this movie was nominated for a handful of awards and I thought it was really interesting it was nominated for like a couple of people's choice awards, MTV choice awards, but it was also nominated for the Razzies, which I thought was super lame. That is like lame. they let me pull it up here. So Jennifer Aniston and Adam Sandler were both nominated for like best female performance and best comedic performance for the MTV awards, but they were also nominated for worst screen couple for the Razzies. No way. Yes, and I don't I don't understand how they have amazing chemistry. Right, and they also they actually won the Teen Choice Awards for Best Chemistry. So I don't really know how you could be nominated for in the same movie for the best and worst, basically, like best couple and worst couple. Huh. I just thought that was interesting. But I don't know, like, how much people really care about the Razzies. Well, I think I'm pretty sure Bounty Hunter was also... Yes. I wonder how many of Jennifer Aniston's movies have been nominated for that. Now, I'm... I don't want to know. It's going to depress me. I'm looking up Cactus Flower right now, and Goldie uh-huh. Hawn was in it and won an Oscar for her performance. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah, we have to watch that. I'm reading, like, through the plot notes. It seems a little bit more depressing. Oh, okay. Than this one. But. And actually, Cactus Flower, I think, is based off of a Broadway show. Oh, wow. This goes deep, huh? <laughs> There's a lot of layers, <laughs> layers back to what the original. The origin, uh, yeah. Yeah. Interesting. I know. I thought that was kind of interesting because it seems like kind of any other rom-com plot. Yeah. Really. I don't know Shakespeare well enough, but I felt like this might have been like based off a Shakespeare plot as well, perhaps. Mm. But yeah, no. don't quote Could me be. on that. No idea. So yeah, we gave this plot a 7.5 out of 10. Yeah, super fun. So for Jen's character, Catherine, we rated this a 9 out of 10, which is a pretty strong character score. I love her character in this movie so much. Mm-hmm. I think, like at the beginning, it's clear she's really good at her job. She's very focused. She's really cares about Danny in term, you know, in her working relationship with him. And then obviously, like single mom, working hard, always inspiring to me. <laughs> but I especially love her when she starts to get roped into this lie. And I think the way she handles Danny lying is so funny. She like. Tells him how wrong it is, but then once she's in, she's, like, fully committed. She's like, mm-hmm. okay, I'm, do- I'm doing this. Mm-hmm. And, like, we talked about during the plot, she when she's, like, faking being Devlin, I think she does it, like, super famously. She kind of takes a, a little bit of advantage of the situation and, like, gets some extra clothes out of the deal, which I think is just kind of funny. Mm-hmm. And then I also think she's very mature as a character. And I think the way she handles Danny and Palmer getting married towards the end or when they're, you know, about to get married towards the end, I think she handles it really well. And 
that phone call between them, like the night before the wedding is so, is so like, uh, just one of you just say something. Yeah. And I do think at this point, Danny should have been honest with her, but I think her reason for not saying anything is, I think it was smart of her to not say anything because she's not in the mood to like beg for him to not marry Palmer. She's, she's just like, doesn't want to play games. She's already been divorced once she has kids. She's like, I don't have time for that either. I think in her mind, she's either thinking if he wants to be with me, great, he'll make the move. But if not, she's not going to like interfere. So I think that's just a mature way to handle it. Yeah. It kind of seemed like she was saying this has been a fun trade, but like we need to be, she was like taking a very realistic and logical approach to that. Yeah, exactly. And kind of stepping back into her normal mode of Mm -hmm. life, I guess. Yeah, exactly. And then I think the way she handled Palmer asking the next morning, like if, she wanted to be with Danny still. I thought that was really mature too. Cause Catherine like, no, Danny said he wants to be with you. She, she kind of, um, helps Palmer through that moment, even though you can tell she really does want to be with Danny. So mm-hmm. a mature way to handle that, I guess. I just love this character in general. Yeah. And that she like eventually tells the real Devlin the truth. Like I'm sure yes. that was really hard for her to do, but at that point she's just like, screw it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. She's it's like, you over. know what? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. I like that too. I agree. I I love this character. Mm -hmm. So good. I want to be friends with her. Me too. (laughs) So yeah, strong score, 9 out of 10. Mm -hmm. And we gave Jennifer Aniston's acting in this movie an 8.5 out of 10. She's super funny and just really genuine and believable. You definitely are totally in the zone with her. You're not thinking about her acting throughout the entire film. It it seems very, Mm -hmm. very real. Definitely. Were there certain moments you liked the most or anything? I think, I mean, we keep coming back to this phone call scene, but that, Mm -hmm. in my opinion, is, like, one of the best scenes in a rom-com from a, like, climax or turning point perspective. Mm -hmm. It it just feels so real and not overdone, and I just think the acting in that scene is phenomenal between both Adam Sandler and Jennifer Aniston. You are just, like, really in it with her, and I don't know. I'm I'm trying to think of other rom-coms where I feel like there's a similar kind of turning point like that and I can't really yeah. think of one that I think meets that level quite as well. Yeah, it's such a good such a good scene. I really like there's this moment at the beginning like at the airport when Jennifer Aniston when Catherine is telling Dolph that no, you're not involved in this, like you need to go. Um she kind of stumbles over her words in a way that makes it seem so natural, like it's not just oh she delivers this line. She's kind of like no, you need to just tell them like I don't remember exactly what the line is, but Mm -hmm. she's kind of stumbling. And I think it makes it so believable that she's just like, you know, frazzled and, you know, wants to get rid of him. So I think there's just, again, there's something about the subtlety of her acting. And when we go back and look for it, I notice moments like that that are like, oh, I don't think everybody would play the part that way that Mm -hmm. I really liked. Yeah, I, I totally agree with that. So good. And we've already noted her and Adam, Adam Sandler's chemistry in this movie mm-hmm. is just really, really solid. And again, cannot believe this was their first movie together. Yes. I know. It's crazy. I'm like, how did their paths not cross before 2011? Right. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, overall, very strong. Mm-hmm. Did we say how, how good she does at playing a mom? I don't think so, but I, I was thinking about that as well. Her character, I think especially at the end reminds me so much of her character in Mother's Day. Yeah, and I just love the way she interacts with her children in this movie. 
Mm-hmm. It's so sweet. Or when she switches, when she's supposed to be Devlin and she switches because yes. she gets that phone call. Yes, it's, it's so good. Yeah, you're She's like, like instantly in mom mode. And I've seen my friends, you know, my friends who are moms, like they're just obviously not lying about yeah, they yeah. Are, but having a good time and then if they have to go into mom mode, that that's exactly what it looks like. Yeah. And it's so cool that she's able to play those roles so believably because she doesn't have kids or anything. So she's she's picking up those experiences somehow, either watching other people or, you know, something like that. I just, again, also always think it's amazing when she's, like, playing a character within a character. Yes. And then she switches out to play the regular I'm like, that seems like a lot of... Uh... <laughs> A lot of thinking. A lot of thinking, yeah. And she yes. makes it look so effortless. I don't understand. Right, and she has to, I mean, think about how well you have to know those characters to be able to switch in and out of them so well to do the acting within the acting. I wonder what kind of, like, prep work or character study that she does, yeah. like, going into something to make... I know, that's so interesting. To make it so believable. Like, what was the movie where she plays Rosie... Uh, uh, Dumplin. Dumplin, yeah, where the director had been like, you can so clearly tell that yes. every move that she is making is that her, it's not her, it's her character. And I'm like, yes, that's How? crazy commitment. Like, you yeah. have to be so good at what you're doing to, mm-hmm. to do that. Definitely. Oh, one day, Jennifer Aniston will get an Oscar. <laughs> we'll be in the, f- we'll be seat fillers in the audience. Can you imagine? <laughs> I can't handle the thought. Uh, I feel like I'd openly weep. We're just like so emotionally (laughs) committed to it now. Oh, I love it. She'll get it eventually. Yes. We'll start a petition otherwise. Anything else on her acting? I don't think so. It's just so good. So good. Okay, so for her hair, we rated a two out of two. So obviously, by the time she gets the makeover, her hair is incredible. After the makeover scene, it's like perfect highlights. When she when they're in Hawaii, it's like nice beachy waves. Before they go to Hawaii, when she's like meeting up with them for dinner and stuff, it's like gorgeous curls. It's so good. It's like what everyone, probably every woman like wants their hair to look like. <laughs> yeah, I think everyone in our Netflix party again commented on her ponytail yes. game. It's like yes. <laughs> so good. I don't understand how a ponytail can look so good consistently. Yes. How do they do that? I will say, I think her hair at the beginning should not have been highlighted. I think it should have been like her hair in management or the good girl, because that would have allowed for a bigger transformation. And just the way that she's dressed, it doesn't seem like she would have invested in highlights if she hadn't invested in her appearance otherwise. Yeah, I, I see what you're saying. I kind of wonder if maybe like highlights is the one thing she does, you know, the one way she treats herself or something, because then when they get to the makeover scene and her, you, you kind of see her hair down for the first time, it does look pretty bad. And even though she has highlights, like they talk about how they've kind of grown out. I mean, all of her hair is just sort of like flat and to her face. So even though she has highlights, I still don't think it looks good, really. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. Maybe it's like the one thing she does for herself, like not super often. And she lets it grow out and I don't know. But after that makeover, man, so good. It is so good. I'm looking at her hair. Ooh, I love her hair in the scene where she's in that like crocheted dress. Yes. Also, I want that dress cover up thing. I'm like, what is it? Is it? Is it? She has that little piece of hair pinned back, right? And it's wavy. Yes. Is that the one you're talking about? So cute. It is so cute. Ugh. 
and the scene when she's in the white dress and she meets Palmer for the first time. Oh, she's yeah. She's got, like, the big curls. Oh, yeah. I mean, like, that goes without saying. That goes without saying. <laughs> so good. Oh, my God. This link I clicked on to get to this photo is a really negative review of this movie, which is really? rude. Yeah, which is rude. So rude. We're just going to click out of that. Don't want to drive traffic to that page. Let's see. What other hairstyles were super good? I don't know. It's just all good. Even when her hair is, like, straight, it still somehow has body to it that I don't quite understand. Yeah. And when she's in the hula contest, it has, like, the flower behind her ear. Such an iconic vacation look. It looks real cute on her. It really does. I don't understand it. I also really like in their wedding their wedding scene at the very end of the movie. I think her look is so good considering it's a second wedding for her and she's like a mom already and stuff. I love the dress that they chose and her hair is so pretty. Me too. I think that was a perfect choice. Mm -hmm. So good. Wow. A lot of pictures of her in the swimsuit. Whenever you uh, search Jennifer Aniston, just go with it. (laughs) (laughs) Clearly people were into that scene. Yeah. I don't know. This hair is just very good. I haven't been to Hawaii, but I don't feel like my hair would handle that humidity very well. I have been, but it was like the beginning of high school. So I really don't remember how humid it was. But yeah, she also has, there's one scene where she has like the one side braid. Looks super cute. Ooh, yeah, I know what you're talking about. You're right. That is really cute. Her hair also looks so cute. I'm like inspired to buy big golden hoop earrings after this movie. Yes, she wears those in multiple scenes and it looks so good. It does. I was like, maybe I should get gold hoops. (laughs) (laughs) Do it. Even in the scene where they had pulled her hair half back before her transformation, Uh even that somehow looks good. Also, did they get her contacts? She just stops wearing glasses. What is this? She's blind the whole time. (laughs) I have to imagine on their shopping spree, they got her some contacts. Oh, my gosh. This button-up sweater that she's wearing under this coat is so funny (laughs) to me. I don't understand it. Anyway, so for what would you watch again score, we we obviously gave this a five out of five. Could watch this every day is what Allie, is what Allie said. And to be honest, like this is not a movie that I have seen a billion times. Like I have only seen this movie a handful of times, and I really? don't know why it's not like on my consistent list to go to. But it is mm-hmm. so good. Yeah, I actually own the DVD, and it is one of my favorite go tos when I just want, you know, some kind of fun rom com. Yeah, I feel like I might have to buy this one i mean it's on netflix right now but yeah that's might true. have to might have to look into purchasing this one because uh, mm-hmm. it is so tw- good it is so good uh and every time i rewatch it i'm like oh yeah this should be on my list of things i watch frequently mm-hmm. oh and something fun to note too a couple of the people who were on the netflix watch party with us actually i think both bearded film reviews and cinema smoke hadn't seen this movie before mm-hmm. so super fun to watch with someone who hadn't seen it yet Mm-hmm. And it seemed like they were both pleasantly surprised with how much they liked the movie. Yeah. We had some good reactions from them throughout. Especially Bearded Film Reviews, who was not a huge fan of Dumplin' when he watched mm-hmm. with us, was watching this, and he's like, I can't believe how much I like this movie. Yeah. <laughs> like, there's yeah, a place for rom-coms in this world. Yes. And I think we should also say this is one of those rom-coms. This is from, like, that golden age of romantic yes. comedies that just does not exist anymore for some reason i know and yeah you're so right this was almost maybe on like the tail end of that yep totally right Mm -hmm. so i don't know so good end of an era for Mm -hmm. for some reason 
Okay, so to review, we gave the plot for Just Go With It a 7.5 out of 10, Jennifer Aniston's character Catherine a 9 out of 10, Jennifer Aniston's acting an 8.5 out of 10, her hair a 2 out of 2, and a Would You Watch Again score of a 5 out of 5 for a total score of 32 out of 37 points, Woo! which means that Just Go With It is ranked number 4 out of 38. So good. And I do have to say... So this is ranked number four. We've revealed one that came before this, I think, and one that's tied with this. But personally, I think this is one of my favorites to watch, maybe even my favorite to watch, you know, outside of our ranking system. Mm -hmm. I love this movie, and I think it just might be, like, a personal favorite for me. That's fair. I feel like it has definitely earned its spot in the top five. Yeah, totally. Exciting. Very exciting. I know. We're getting getting closer and closer. Mm Mm-hmm. All right. Thanks for listening to the Girl Crush Podcast. We'd love to hear your thoughts on Instagram at girlcrush underscore pod or by email at podcastgirlcrush at gmail.com. As usual, please be sure to rate, review, and subscribe. Tune in next time when we'll be talking about the two animated films that Jen has been in, The Iron Giant and Storks. Bye. Bye.